The triad of medical fascism emerged in September 2022. By Pan Long. Many people believe that medical professionals covered by their insurance work like a charity, with an ethic that promotes healing and treating the sick. Not enough thought is given to the corruption of the network that imposes drug dependence ideology and profit-based services. Some treatments and drugs completely violate the ethics of do no harm and informed consent. This profiteering triumvirate includes, 1. The pharmaceutical lobbyists at your state capital, 2. The American Medical Association, AMA, partnered with the Federation of State Medical Boards, FSMB, and, 3. The federal government with medical mandates in the new bioeconomy. This is the triad of medical fascism. California law punishes doctors who disagree with the medical-industrial complex. California doctors who challenge government-approved orthodoxy in medicine will now risk losing their license. According to The Defender, California Assembly Bill 2098, AB 2098, signed into law September 30 by Governor Gavin Newsom, defines misinformation as false information that is contradicted by contemporary scientific consensus contrary to the standard of care and disinformation as misinformation that the licensee deliberately disseminated with malicious intent or an intent to mislead. This law specifically targets COVID-19 vaccine information but is broad enough to cover any government-approved and promoted medical practice. Doctors who have written vaccine exemptions prior to the controversial COVID-19 vaccine already experienced medical board reviews as the American Medical Association, AMA, and Federation of State Medical Boards, FSMB, have enforced their orthodoxy for the past decade while the U.S. vaccine schedule grew to 72 doses per child. This law gives legal shield to launch state medical board witch hunts against doctors who refuse to sell AMA-endorsed drugs and treatments to people with contraindications or natural immunity. As reported in The Defender, the American Medical Association, AMA, which strongly supports the bill, hopes other states will follow suit in ensuring that licensing boards have the authority to take disciplinary action against health professionals for spreading health-related disinformation, according to a new policy adopted at its mid-June annual meeting aimed at addressing public health disinformation. The AMA's adopted policy expanded on prior efforts and called for the organization to work with health professional societies and other relevant organizations to implement a comprehensive strategy to address health-related disinformation disseminated by health professionals. Language in the bill points out that the Federation of State Medical Boards, FSMB, has warned that physicians who spread misinformation or disinformation risk losing their medical license and have a duty to provide their patients with accurate, science-based information. The FSMB, as previously reported by The Defender, takes money from Big Pharma and has a history of challenging and attacking non-pharmaceutical medical approaches used by integrative doctors as falling outside the standard of care as they define it. The AMA will now lobby to pass this law in all 50 states. If Colorado maintains a Democrat supermajority, then this bill could be introduced in the next session. If Representative Kyle Mullica of SD24 gets re-elected, he will likely sponsor the bill. His Republican opponent is Courtney Potter. The California law is currently being challenged in a federal lawsuit. The doctor's lawyer, Daniel Sur of Liberty Justice Center said doctors enjoy the same free speech rights as other Americans. 
The state of California cannot define a so-called scientific consensus on an issue and then punish anyone who dares challenge it. Regarding the passage of CAAB 2098, Robert F. Kennedy, Jr. voiced his opposition along with prominent physicians. Under the new rubric, the doctor no longer serves the best interest of the patient but acts as an agent of state policy. History is replete with nightmarish examples of what happens when doctors stop healing and act instead to advance the greater good. Governments have variously cited that phrase to justify euthanasia of the elderly, mental defectives, homosexuals and other useless eaters and to enforce one-child policies. When governments start practicing medicine, the story never ends well. The AMA calls gender mutilation of children dangerous misinformation. The AMA has long abandoned evidence-based medicine in favor of profit-driven surgeries and drugs. In April 2021, the AMA urged governors in a letter to oppose restrictions to very profitable gender reassignment surgeries and drugs. The AMA reported. The American Medical Association, AMA, today urged governors to oppose state legislation that would prohibit medically necessary gender transition-related care for minor patients, calling such efforts a dangerous intrusion into the practice of medicine. In a letter to the National Governors Association, NGA, the AMA cited evidence that trans and non-binary gender identities are normal variations of human identity and expression, and that foregoing gender-affirming care can have tragic health consequences, both mental and physical. The defender exposed the gold rush of pediatric sex change surgeries at Boston Hospital in August 2022. The recent media hoopla focused on the Boston Hospital's website promotion of gender-affirming hysterectomies, with or without removal of the ovaries, and with the additional option of surgically constructing a penis for girls who, as some discreetly put it, are lacking a gynecologic disease that would traditionally indicate hysterectomy. In fact, Boston Children's Hospital's website signals it has a full suite of options for transgender teens and young adults. After the media maelstrom drew attention to Boston Children's Hospital's willingness to cut off the breasts of 15-year-old girls and carry out feminizing vaginoplasty on 17-year-old boys, the first step being the removal of the scrotum and testes, the hospital hastened to declare that for hysterectomies, at least, girls have to be 18 or older. In response to public outrage and to 20 states introducing legislation in 2021 prohibiting doctors from gender reassignment surgeries of children, the Washington Examiner reported that in October 2022 the AMA asked the Justice Department to investigate reports about the sex change procedures being performed on children as dangerous misinformation. President Biden executive order promotes transhumanism and AMP, bioeconomy. The pandemic revealed how our regulatory agencies such as the FDA and CDC are captured by pharmaceutical companies, acting as salesmen for gene-altering vaccines. But in September 2022, the White House revealed that it is as all-encompassing societal goals of transhumanism. President Biden signed the executive order on advancing biotechnology and biomanufacturing innovation for a sustainable, safe and secure American bioeconomy. According to the White House, we need to develop genetic engineering technologies and techniques to be able to write circuitry for cells and predictably program biology in the same way in which we write software and program computers, unlock the power of biological data, including through computing tools and artificial intelligence, 
and advance the science of scale-up production while reducing the obstacles for commercialization so that innovative technologies and products can reach markets faster. As Dr. Joseph Merkula explains, basically, the goal of the transhumanist movement is to transcend biology through technology and to meld human biology with technology and artificial intelligence. This executive order fast-tracks a pipeline for many more gene-altering mRNA vaccines. The FDA is already advertising transhumanism terms for people to get an update or recharged. These terms promote the belief that humans need to be enhanced with technology. The Department of Defense has been researching human augmentation for years, with goals of improving physical and cognitive performance, using both internal and external technology. But what if these augmentations come with the loss of privacy and personal control, and data is transmitted electronically to the government or from the government to directly affect the behavior or thoughts of individuals? The bioeconomy ideology is even more concerning than biotechnology as it suggests data on the individual's health, energy use, agriculture restrictions will involve nearly every federal agency's supervision. This is the framework for a biosurveillance government positioned to control each citizen who is connected to the interface. The executive order alludes to a global social credit system integrated into the biology of humans. In conclusion, the consumer can no longer trust the medial industrial complex in the U.S.